Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation this morning, this All Saints Day, the epistle reading, 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, especially verse 3, and everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, last night, Halloween. It's always kind of fun when All Saints Day actually falls on November 1, All Saints Day. We have memories, fresh memories of all Saints or Hallows Eve. That's where we get the name Halloween. We have those memories fresh in our mind. This year was a little bit different than other years with regard to trick-or-treaters coming to the door. Some years we get a lot. Some years we have hardly any. This year, believe it or not, it was amazing. 10 o'clock, they're still ringing the doorbell. Almost ran out of candy. Very sad indeed. There was one young man who came to the door, rang the doorbell, and he just stood there. He didn't say anything. He is dressed in black from head to toe. And he has a black mask on. You can just barely see his eyes. And I said, can I help you? And he just stood there with his sack. Well, I'm a little stubborn when it comes to trick-or-treaters. And I said, what do you want? And he said, candy. And I said, wrong answer. Finally, he figured it out. Trick-or-treat, he said. So I reached my big sanitized paw into the candy barrel and threw it in his sack. And I looked at him and I said, what are you supposed to be? And he looked at me and he said, death. And I looked at him and I said, I'm not afraid of you. He goes, what? And I said, you don't fear me. And then he said, says who? Says who? Well, says me. Think about our world. Think about our world today. That brief exchange sums up pretty much everything. You make a comment, doesn't matter what the comment's about, 
You make a comment, an opinion, fact, doesn't matter. You make a comment and the reaction from the other person, whether in word or facial expression or social media post is basically, says who? By what authority are you saying what you are saying? Sums up our world perfectly. Says who? My friends, today we are here on All Saints Day. A day when we remember and give thanks for those who have lived and died in the faith. Those who have gone before us. Not someone that, you know, put a lot of money in the collection plate and the, the church put a plaque up on the wall. Not somebody who the church says, well, maybe they did a miracle, so they're worthy of some special honor. No, we're going by the biblical definition of what a saint is. Someone who has been holied by God. Someone who believes. Someone who believes in the death and resurrection of Jesus. That's a saint. You're a saint. Baptized into the death and resurrection of Jesus. You are a saint. And when a saint dies in the faith, we give thanks to God. Not only for the gift of faith, but for keeping them in the faith. Our authority as saints is the Word of God. The Bible. The Word of God is our authority. Says who? Says God. Says who? Says the Bible. The very Word of God. And so today we come into God's house. Might make you a little nervous. Because we're talking about death. We try to avoid that talk at all costs, don't we? I boldly told that young man, whether he got it or not, I have no fear of you. And I wasn't just talking about him. I was talking about what he represented, death. My friends, you, dear saints in Jesus Christ, have nothing to fear when it comes to death. Nothing. Why? Says who? Says God. Says His Word. God created this world and everything in it to live forever. God is a God of life, not a God of death. When Adam and Eve brought sin into this world and all the consequences of sin, consequences that are with us every day, God didn't let them sit back in their worry and fear. God gave them a word. A word to drive away their fear. A word to give them hope. A promise of a Savior. That Savior, God in the flesh, born of a woman, born under the law. Jesus Christ, born for you and for me and for the life of the world. Jesus Christ, born holy and perfect 
and lives a holy and perfect life. Remember, everything Jesus does, He does for you. Jesus didn't have to die because He didn't sin. Jesus takes your sin into Himself and onto Himself all the way to Calvary's cross. He becomes your substitute. He dies the death you deserve. His stone-cold body was placed in a tomb. And three days later, when, when death seems to have won, Jesus rises from the dead, never to die again. Death has been conquered once and for all. Says who? Says Jesus. By His bloody death and glorious resurrection. His resurrection has absolved the whole world. And now God delivers the deliverance one on Good Friday and Easter to you in the baptismal font. See how great the love of God is for you. He has lavished His love upon you in the waters of holy baptism. He has robed you in the robe of Christ's righteousness. He says, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. You're my son. You're my daughter. You're in my hand and nothing can snatch you out. Fear not. This is God's word to you, His children, His beloved saints. He knows that this world that we live in is full of trials and temptations. The consequences of sin are all around us. He knows the hurt and the pain and the suffering and the sorrow. And he promises that he will be with us just like we sang last week. He won't be leaving us as orphans. But Christ alone, when the dust has settled, stands on the plain victorious for his church, for his saints, for you. To strengthen you as we live day by day as his saints he gives us his word when doubts and worries and fears assail you we turn to his word the world has one message fear panic worry destruction God's saints, you and me. We don't fall for the lies of the world. God gives us His Word. And when the message of God's Word stands in opposition to the message of the world, we laugh at it. We laugh at it. And when the world laughs at us, we know that we are standing on the truth of God's Word, the truth that is guaranteed by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Says who? Says Jesus, resurrected from the dead. My friends, today, 
in the midst of all kinds of tension and turmoil. Two days away from the most important election in the history of the world, there is lots of fear and anxiety and worry. We don't know who to believe. We don't know who to trust. Says who? We don't know. We don't know what authority to listen to or to believe. My friends, when we are enamored with the ways of the world, we become full of fear, paralyzed in our fear. We need to be reminded that God promises he will not leave us alone as orphans. He has given us his word. Says who? Says God. And on our knees, begging for guidance, discernment, and forgiveness. On our knees, we are in God's word. Knowing what to believe. And who to believe. It was in the middle of the third century. A massive pandemic struck the Roman Empire. Thirteen years long it lasted, specifically 249 to 262 AD. Historians look back at this epidemic and see that many of the characteristics of this particular illness very similar to the Ebola outbreak that happened in our world just a few years ago. In the Roman Empire, the mortality rate was near 50%. Can you imagine that? Think of all the people you know, and then half of them are dead. At one point during this pandemic, there were 5,000 deaths a day in the city of Rome. Staggering. Science fiction movie kind of numbers, but this is real, documented history. It really happened in real time and in real place. What did the Christian church do? Well, there were some. There were some who cowered in fear and waited for death to show up. But the church father Cyprian teaches us that the vast majority of Christians did not cower in fear. They faced this pandemic with boldness and courage. They looked at it as an attack from Satan to try to drive them away from God's word and the holy sacraments. They faced this pandemic with courage, believing everything that we've talked about today. 
That when we die, we go to heaven. And on the last day, Christ comes back and will raise up our dead bodies. And in our flesh, we will see God. They prayed like they had never prayed before. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. And while they were laughing at death, they did not forsake their brothers and sisters in Christ with regard to human needs. No, they couldn't control the pandemic and they knew it. So they went to work. Brothers and sisters in Christ. What did they do? They took care of the sick. They buried the dead. They fed the hungry. They took orphans and widows into their home. They lived not in fear, but they lived as Christians. They didn't stop going to church. In fact, they knew that hearing God's word and receiving Christ's body and blood was the strength that they needed as they lived their life. As they lived their life with courage in the face of death. My friends, when I hear about these saints who have gone before us, I am filled with admiration and joy and shame all at the same time. I have not faced the situation around us with courage. I have not stormed the nursing home door when I knew I should have to bring Christ's body and blood to someone who was minutes away from going to heaven. I cowered in fear. My friends, as we look back over the last six months and wonder what the next six days, six weeks, six months, six years will bring to us, we don't know. We literally don't know. So, what do we believe? Who do we trust? Says who? Well, I suppose you can listen to Dr. Fauci or Dr. Atlas. Take your pick. You can listen to Fox News or CNN. Take your pick. You can listen to the governor or the mayor. Take your pick. You can listen to the R's or the D's. Time's running out. Take your pick. My friends, it may seem like everything is new with regard to the divisions and turmoil, but there is nothing new under the sun. Says who? Says God in His Word. 
There will always be different opinions, different voices, and fake news, and you won't know who's telling the truth and who's fake. There's only one way, dear saint, that you can know that you are being told the truth. And that is God in His Word. Everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself as He is pure. What do you hope for? What do you hope for? That the election goes your way on Tuesday? What do you hope for? A vaccine that'll make all the problems go away? What do you hope for? A return to normalcy? What do you hope for? Another stimulus check? What do you hope for? My friends, the world doesn't understand what makes God's saints tick. The world doesn't understand our authority. Says who? Says God. God's word gives us hope. Whoever is elected on Tuesday, God's word gives us hope. Whether the pandemic is over or lasts 13 years, God's word gives us hope in the midst and in the face of death. Why? Because Christ is risen from the dead for you. Because your sins are forgiven and your name is written in the book of life. Therefore, Romans 5, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And this hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. My friends, God's love has been poured into your heart through the Holy Spirit who has been given to you. Do not lose hope. Cling to the words of God. When you wonder who to believe, just ask yourself, says who? Says God in his word. Cling to his word. Cling to his promise. Cling to the hope that only God can deliver. And he delivers it through the forgiveness of sins for all of our false hopes for all of our needless fears, the forgiveness of sins for you, dear saint, earned by Jesus. May that hope be yours today 
and tomorrow and forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God who far surpasses all human understanding keep our hearts, our minds, and especially our worries and fears in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. God gives us a new heart, a clean heart, a forgiven heart, a heart that clings to the word and promises of God. We stand and sing the offertory, page 192.